Welcome back to all my naughty readers out there. I'm Chanel Ivy, and this is Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast. I hope you're ready for some tantalizingly sexy audible treats, because in this episode, we're going to experience some exhilarating excerpts from some amazing authors. I'm going to read a section from a returning author friend of mine who we already know and adore. The first naughty read is by Kathleen Lawless, and the book is called Undertow, book five in the Secret Seduction series. The second erotic adventure I'll be reading from is one of my books called Her First and Only Desire. These snippets are sure to get you all worked up, so get comfortable, sit back, relax, and let my voice pull you into these erotic tales. We begin with Undertow by Kathleen Lawless, which is her fifth book in the Secret Seduction series. Sloan Hart broke Cassidy's teenage heart years ago, and she's been planning her revenge ever since, to make him fall in love with her and then toss him on his shapely derriere. As a family friend, she's attending a wedding on a cruise where Sloan is the best man. It's the perfect chance to get revenge, until her plan backfires. This sounds like a deceitfully good time. Let's get started, shall we? The next day had been surprisingly simple to dog Cassidy's movements and learn she had booked a private late afternoon hair appointment. From there, it was easy to convince the male hairdresser, who enthusiastically embraced Sloane's romantic fantasy, to cooperate. Which is how Sloane came to be waiting behind the heavy burgundy velvet drapes in the posh salon, till Cassidy's shampoo and scalp massage were well underway. Then, at an agreed-upon signal, he stepped in and took over. The hairdresser left, locking the salon behind him, pausing briefly to give Sloane the thumbs up. Sloane plunged his hands into Cassidy's sudsy hair as she reclined in the luxury-styled retro barber chair, angled towards the sink, eyes shut, a blissful expression on her face. He stood behind her, so even if she opened her eyes, she wouldn't see him as he massaged her scalp. She gave a little wiggle and slid deeper into her seat. That feels wonderful. It's such a treat to have someone else wash your hair. Subtly, he ran his fingers behind her ears, then in front, tracing their shape, caressing the lobes before tunneling his hands into her hair at the crown and raking his nails down toward her brow, then back up. Gently, he massaged in teasing circles, beginning with the nape, working out, then down, unable to resist adding her neck into the repertoire. She had twin knots of tension at the base of her skull, and his shampoo slippery fingers worked their magic. Cassidy exhaled breathily, a sound that was nearly his undoing as she rocked her shoulders from side to side. You have a great touch. You could easily have a second career doing massage. He turned on the water before he spoke, hoping it would disguise his voice. I like this. Me too. He tested the water against his hand to make sure it wasn't too hot. Then he lightly sprayed her hair, separating the thick, wet strands and watching the rainbow of bubbles dissipate. He watched the rise and fall of her chest as she breathed, determining that she was braless beneath her tight tank top. He let the back of his hands brush her cheek, chasing imaginary bubbles, smoothing her hair back from her forehead. He left the water running as he continued to pretend he was rinsing her hair. 
His hands strayed lower as he moved from the back of her neck to her shoulder blades, then forward to caress her shoulders and collarbone. Surprised, she opened her eyes and sat up. What are you? Too late, he realized she could see him in the mirror's opposite. Where's John? He stepped out. I stepped in. Before he had time to think, she twisted around in her seat, grabbed the hose, and turned it on him. Hey, he yelped. Cassidy laughed. That'll teach you. Two can play at this game. He grappled with her, wrestling control of the hose, but not before they had both been sprayed. Her tank clung to her chest, outlining in the enticing shape of her breast. As if on cue, the CD shuffled changed over to I'm Gonna Wash That Man Right Out of My Hair by Ella Fitzgerald. A timely tune. She grabbed a towel and blotted ineffectually at the front of her shirt before she applied the towel to her hair, leaving it a damp tussle. Maybe I should investigate a new career. He stepped on the foot controls for the chair, and she sank back with a shriek as her feet and legs were elevated in the air. After all, you told me I'm good at massaging. Prove it, she said in husky tones. It was all the invitation he required. He pulled off her sandals and cradled one elegant barefoot in his hands. Did you know there are 17,000 nerve endings in each foot? He grazed the arch with his thumbnail as he spoke. When she gave an enticing little shudder, he continued slowly rubbing and massaging her foot from heel to toe savoring the way her entire body shivered in response, her reflection visible from a dozen different angles. I can't tell you how relieved I am to know it's you who was washing my hair. Really? Why's that? I found myself getting turned on, and I was starting to drift into this fantasy. Nothing I could act out with the gay hairdresser, unfortunately. I wanted to apologize for being a jerk earlier. Which time? Ouch, he winced. I guess I deserve that. And about making it up to you? He slid his hands from her foot up to her leg, to the inside of her knee. Did you have something in mind? Sloane rose and turned out the overhead lights, leaving only the illumination from a half a dozen aromatherapy candles, whose faint illumination danced on the cream-colored walls, enhanced by the mirrors. She watched, eyes wide, as he picked up a towel and tore it into strips. Do you trust me, Cass? She nodded, eyes never leaving him as he made his way back to her. He swung the armrests out so they were a 90-degree angle to the chair. He tied her wrists to the armrest, loose enough that she could pull out if she wanted to. He didn't want to scare her. So you were getting turned on, were you? He trailed his fingers along the soft, smooth flesh under her arm, and her nipples tightened beneath the damp tank top. He continued across her collarbone before dipping beneath the neckline of her top, enjoying the generous swell of her breasts. Her breath caught, and she licked her lips with the tip of her tongue. Slowly, he lowered his head near hers, watched her lips part in anticipation before he changed his mind, turning his attention back to her feet. He found a pump bottle of body lotion close by. Beginning with her feet, he sleeked the lotion the length of her legs, massaging tight muscles and soft, firm skin, stopping just shy of the hem of her short denim skirt. A thin strip of bare midriff between its waistband and her tank egged him on. He traced a line from hip to hip, 
ringed her navel, fingers gliding gently, roaming relentlessly up toward her breasts. Sloan, shh, he bent over her, lips and tongue following the pathway forged by his fingertips, enjoying the taut skin of her belly as he nibbled and licked his way up to her breasts. He finally sucked each eagerly crested nipple through the thin, damp fabric of her top. He eased on top of her, appreciating the way the curves and contours of her body fit his. Her mouth was sweetly open, eager, ready for him, as hot and hungry as he was. He rolled his pelvis against hers to let her feel his erection, rewarded by the way she moaned deep in the back of her throat through their kiss her pelvis arching, heightening the pressure. He pushed her top up and exposed her breasts, which he plundered with needy hunger, rolling the nipples between his lips and tongue before giving the softest, tiny nips with his teeth. She moaned and thrashed beneath him, pulling at her bonds as she tried to get even closer. He thwarted her again to slide down her length, hooking his thumbs beneath the waist of her skirt and panties, taking them with him. He pushed her legs apart and admired the womanly triangle guarding the delectable pink softness of her inner chamber. Kneeling between her legs, he raised one foot and nibbled slowly up the inside of her leg, past her knee to the soft skin of her inner thigh. She trembled in anticipation as her breath rose and fell in tiny pants opening fully for him, soft and pliable, trembling with need. He traced an invisible pathway from between her breasts, over her ribs and her belly to her venous mound, before she clamped her legs around his hand. He shook his head. Don't make me tie your legs up. After a brief hesitation, she slowly parted her legs. He rubbed her soft inner petals and felt instant moisture against his fingers. Tsk, tsk, you're all wet. Perhaps we should dry you off. He turned the hairdryer on low, angling the warm air at her damp breasts, then at the treasure trove below. He continued to fondle her with one hand and angle the warm air against her with the other. She moved beneath him, seeking release, sexy little thrusts and wiggles that were nearly his undoing. He placed two fingers at her opening, tantalizing her with his nearness. She pulled at her bonds, wiggling closer till his fingers were inside. He didn't move a muscle, but let her do the work as she rode his hand, thrusting against him hot and wet. He abandoned the hairdryer, feeling her inner muscles clench around him till he withdrew his hand, leaving her clit pulsing in disappointment. He honed in for a taste, and her moan of ecstasy echoed clear through him. Gently he traced the soft shape of her arousal and the pulsing clit, quivering outer lips, flushed inner lips, and yearning opening. He dipped his tongue inside and felt her convulse beneath him. He continued through the aftershocks and rebuild tides of desire till a second tremor ripped through her, followed by a third. Her moans became a shriek, then an invitation, then a desperate plea for him. He unfastened his jeans and knelt between her legs, lifted them up to his shoulders and made the plunge. 
He heard her cries of pleasure and delight echoed in the way her body welcomed his. At this angle, he could see the action straight on, along with the mirrored reflection as his cock plunged in and out, slowly, then fast, then slow again, despite her straining to take control, shimmying her hips from side to side, increasing the friction of their joining. He scooped her button up to plunge even deeper. Her deep moan of satisfaction was followed by an internal shudder that signaled her coming orgasm. He bit hard on his lower lip and held on tight, waiting for her to break, timing his release to hers. Together they hit the heavens, then slowly drifted back to earth. He lay atop her, listening to the frantic staccato of her heartbeat. He realized she'd worked her hands free when he felt her fingers shift through his hair. Moments later, she slipped out from beneath him and into her skirt, straightening her top. My hair is going to be a mess at dinner tonight, she said, then sighed. Taking his cue from her, he stood and fastened his jeans. Just one more thing I need to make up to you. Thanks again, Kathleen Lawless, for that erotically charged sexcapade. That reminds me, I need to get my hair done. Let's move on to Her First and Only Desire, written by yours truly. This is a story about Maria's first year in college, meeting the gorgeous and successful older Anastasia Birkin, who sweeps her off of her feet. But their love doesn't go unnoticed by someone who's also infatuated with Maria, but not in a good way. Threatening notes and scary encounters escalate in this thrilling standalone lesbian romance drama. Let's jump right on into the story, shall we? You are magnificently beautiful, Maria. Do you know that? I'm not going to argue with you, but it's hard to judge one's own beauty if you know what I mean. I assume you know you're attractive, but you don't think of yourself as gorgeous, do you? Yeah, I guess I know what you mean. Even from my seated position in front of her, I could tell she was smiling and possibly biting her bottom lip again. Are you biting your lip, Anna? I asked, smiling. How did you know? I picked up on some of your mannerisms while we shared dinner together. Ah, so you're intuitive. Then what am I thinking right now, Maria? I know what I hope you're thinking. Amusement filled her voice as she spoke. I gotta hear this. What do you want me to be thinking, Maria? Well, I appreciate your compliment, but I'd really love it if you were thinking about kissing me right now. I responded as a tremor of anticipation rippled through my body. I turned around to face her, and my eyes gravitated to her full and alluring lips. She bit her bottom lip again, sending chills down my spine. Anna leaned down toward me, and the excitement of what was going to happen ignited a low buzz of heat through my core as her lips touched mine. Anna's hand nodded through my blonde hair as she kissed me fiercely. My own hands grabbed her waist and traveled lower down her thighs. Her lips felt amazing, twisting with mine. I wanted more of her. Anna pulled away, looking deeply into my eyes before she pulled my tank top up and over my head. My hands trembled as I pulled her shirt out from her pants and pulled it off. Her nipples hardened underneath the red lace of her bra, and I reached out to caress them. Anna moaned softly at my touch. Anna rubbed her fingers over the skin of my neck, down my collarbone, and over my breasts. 
I felt goosebumps spread all over my body in response. I fought the impulse to rip the bra from her body and ravish her. Instead, I wrapped my arms around her and undid the clasp. I slid the lace from her chest, slowly taking in the sight of her large breasts and tan nipples being exposed. I felt myself moisten between my legs and my heart pounded with wanting for her. I rubbed the soft, exposed skin of her breast, pinching her nipple between my fingers. I reached back and undid my own bra, letting it fall to the floor. I pressed our chests together, and Anna's eyes closed. She whispered, I want to feel you inside me, Maria. I kissed her again and let my hand wander down to her waist. Anna responded with a ragged whimper. I unbuttoned her pants and pulled them down, taking her underwear with them, tossing the clothes to the floor. My fingers made contact with lower lips, wet with need. Her hand came down to cover mine, trembling against me as she led my hand deeper between her folds. I bent down, kissing her stomach, and positioned her in front of my bed. I pushed her to sit at the edge of the mattress. I spread her legs in front of me as I kneeled in front of her. My hands explored her body and she moaned softly. I looked up and her breasts were heaving with each breath. They were perfectly round and her nipples were tight, crinkled tips that needed to be touched. I spread her open with my left hand and my right reached up to caress her chest. I drank in the sight of her naked body before me and her hips arched forward, pushing her heat closer to my mouth. I gently kissed her swollen bundle of nerves and she cried out, Yes, put your mouth on me, Maria. I breathed in deeply, taking in her delicious scent and the sweet taste of her juices on my lips. You're my first and only desire, Anna. I claimed her with my mouth, my tongue tracing circles over her hard clit. Anna whimpered as I pulled my fingers from her breasts and plunged them deep inside her rippled flesh. I sucked and stroked the top of her pussy, and I added a second finger inside of her, curling them, rubbing her in a rhythm with her heavy breathing. Anna was so wet, and her intoxicating scent engulfed me, driving me absolutely crazy. She pumped her hips with my thrusting, and her hand found my head, swirling her fingers in my hair, pulling me deeper into her. Anna screamed out, her wordless delirium ignited a singular passion inside of me. I needed to make her come hard on my mouth. She and I thrust against one another, her juices soaking my hand deliciously. Her screams turned into quick panting as her muscles clenched around my fingers, and her body shuddered before she let out a loud, persistent moan. Oh, yes, make me come so hard, yes! Anna climaxed, her body pulling me further inside of her as she pulsated. Her breathing slowed and she relaxed. I heard a thump at my door, but I quickly ignored it. I was busy. Anna's body eased around my fingers and I slid them from her entrance slowly. She sat up on her elbows looking down at me over her voluptuous breasts that glistened with sweat. That was amazing. You are astonishingly good at that, Maria, but now I need to taste you, she said, still panting. I climbed up on the bed next to her and sucked one of her nipples into my mouth. She pulled my head hard into her chest with one hand as the other reached down to unbutton my pants. 
Anna grasped my face, pulling me up, kissing her again. You taste delightfully salty, my lover. I reached between us, pulling my pants the rest of the way off as I whispered to her, You taste so good, I could lick you for hours. I don't think I could take hours of that. I'd simply go mad, she giggled back at me, laying kisses down my chest, across my nipples, and down my stomach. Anna planted herself on the bed between my legs, biting her bottom lip the way that drove me crazy. You can't keep doing that, Anna. Every time I see you bite your lip again, I'm going to think of that face between my thighs. I hope so, she replied before sticking her tongue out, tracing my lips and slipping it between the folds of my pussy over my swollen clit. I threw my head back in pure bliss. The sensation her mouth created was thoroughly exhilarating. I didn't tell Anna, but this was my first experience with a woman, other than kissing Jesse Parker when I was 12. But tonight, tonight was everything I could have wanted and more. The tips of Anna's fingers slid down my wetness and back up before she pushed two fingers deep inside of me. The combination of her tongue on my clit and her fingers filling me had me coming in seconds. I grabbed the blanket at my sides and squealed while my body clenched, squeezing around her. My core convulsed and I simply let everything go. All of my pent-up sexual frustration over the last 19 years was released in waves of pleasure as I succumbed to my orgasm. A freefall of satisfaction rippled through me from the tips of my toes to the top of my head. I felt my heartbeat pleasantly pulsing all over. Well, I hope you enjoyed that one, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'm going to change it up a little bit this week. Instead of providing y'all with some useful information about a topic, I'm going to share some of my own experiences on one. I hope you'll email me or drop me a voice message right here on the podcast sharing some of your own experiences as well. I'd love to hear from you. This week, I'd like to talk about embarrassing sexual encounters. I think it's a nice lighthearted topic we can have some fun with and get a few laughs out of. Well, my most recent funny or embarrassing experience was just a few days ago, unfortunately. My partner and I were going at it. I was face down, ass up, as one does when you're in the throes of passion. My partner was going to town on my pussy, tonguing my clit, and I was thoroughly enjoying it. Feeling lost in the moment, I was fantasizing we were on a secluded beach in the middle of some remote island somewhere when my stomach decided to move an air bubble. Yeah, sorry to break the sultry fantasy for y'all, but... I instantly felt like I had to fart. The beach scene in my mind's eye was gone, and all I could think of was, no, don't do it, please don't squeak out, please don't. Then my partner does exactly what I do not want them to do in that situation. They tongued my ass, and it was deep tonguing. I clenched so hard, Sealing that valve shut like it was Fort Knox, and I begged my body to do me this one favor and not let the unthinkable happen. I fought a valiant fight, but I didn't think I could hold out anymore, so I did the only thing I thought I could do. I played it cool, not to ruin the mood, lowered my hips slowly, pulling away from my partner's tongue assault, 
and when I was far enough away, I quickly rolled over. In the process of rolling, though, it happened. It was the smallest little squeak, but I was so wet down there that it sounded like I shit myself. My partner and I have been together forever, so all we did was laugh hysterically for minutes on end until our stomachs hurt. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Even though we both thought my gas escape was hilarious, I was still internally mortified. I was so glad I didn't do it directly in or on my partner's mouth. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to look them in the eye ever again if I had. Now that I've shared my mortifyingly embarrassing sex story, let's hear yours. Please make me laugh. I could really use it, especially after my own experience. Well, that's all the time I have for on this episode of Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed the time we spent together and are looking forward to next time. Check back with me soon or better yet, click that follow button so you'll get notifications when my next podcast is released for your listening enjoyment. And don't forget that you can become a supporter of Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast, where you can directly help us keep making and leveling up this sultry podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Thank you to all of our current and prospective supporters across the globe. We love you all. I'll read more exciting scenes from some of my books, as well as more of my author friends on our next sultry session. Plus, I'll discuss even more sexy topics. I can't wait, but it's goodbye until next time, my naughty readers. And as always, happy reading, y'all.